Welcome to the Church Collective Podcast. In this episode, myself and Chris Bellamy had the opportunity to talk to Ellie Linebear, and I think you're really going to appreciate this. It's really cool if you haven't heard her album yet, you're going to want to go and check it out. But there's just a lot of peace that can be found in music, and it was just really neat to hear her heart on how to really chase after God when we might be feeling anxious and just how important it is to just keep connected with Him. I think you're going to love this episode. So here we go. Um, so I released a new song last week called Angels. It's um, already on the album that I released in February, but we did a reimagined version of it with my friend called Jake Isaac, and he's um, more in like the mainstream world. So I was so pumped that he would like jump on this new song. Um, and this song is like super special to me because it um, came from a time where I just found out that one of our, um, someone you know had just tried to take their own life and it completely completely um shook me and just opened up this whole well of pain really feeling for so many people thinking that this is the only option you know to to not live to end their life and I think this um message with angels is simply just reminding people that they're not alone and that um God is with them that he sends his angels to protect them and to guide them and um that there's other ways you know and I think this is why I'm so passionate about talking about it and because it's so final isn't it suicide is so um I don't know especially in young people there's more there was more deaths to suicide in August than COVID you know and that's something we need to talk about that's that's like that's extreme sure. um so i think i want to sing this song i want people to hold on to this song to comfort them you know play over as they sleep or have a panic attack or send it to a friend who's struggling or who uh, you know feels at their lowest of lows and so yeah that's what angels is all about and hopefully it reminds people and comforts them really that's my hope and um it's that it calms them down too for sure but i'm excited about this song and i already the story's coming in it's just so moving and so sure um yeah that's yeah. that's what it's all about that's awesome Could, would you mind maybe sharing one of those stories if you, if you could yeah so um i got a message from a school a music teacher actually from london and saying how she was talking about how different music, you know, does different things to us. It can really excite us, like pump us up or comfort us. And um, she's a music teacher to eight-year-olds. And she said that she was asking them how they're doing at the moment and how, and they basically said they're all feeling quite overwhelmed with all the COVID stuff. And I don't know about this. And my family is ill or, you know, the stress of school being in bubbles. And then she apparently claimed angels and just let it wash over them and then afterwards she asked you know um how does this make you feel like how did this and the responses she said nearly just made her weep you know how these eight-year-olds they were like oh i just want to hear this over and over again when i go to sleep this has made me feel like jesus is speaking to me um it feels i now know that god sends his angels to protect my family even in this crazy time and um yeah it's just like messages like that and for kids to know and hear that message at a young age you know to be comforted by that by that music and so 
and then yeah different messages people someone played it over themselves what you know after they just had a panic attack and it calmed it down and played it whilst they were sleeping and didn't wake up anxious so it's I mean music's powerful isn't it and then when music is filled with the Holy Spirit and um, the Lord is on it like it's even more amazing isn't it that songs can speak and comfort and and God can speak through songs so uh, yeah and that's just a few of them but I just it's always such an honor to hear those you know stories are so powerful and it spurs me on to be like okay wow okay let's write more songs you know what else what else can we talk about what else can we dig up what else is not being you know uncovered or what you know people are struggling here you know this topic of mental health it's um it's vital actually yeah. and we we need to be vulnerable together and talk openly so yeah that's that's some of it that's great are you residing in uk or are you going back and forth between the us or where um i was <laughs> flying back and forth but we, yeah based in brighton in england okay so yeah because uh, i saw that you you also just recently won uh new artist of the year with the dove awards right yeah crazy <laughs> was that like t- talk about the timeline with that was that during covid pre-covid yes during covid so yeah we we normally go to the states probably like five times a year back and forth probably more actually but then with covid everything got cancelled so we flew back to england and then have been here since march and haven't gone anywhere you can't really travel still still pretty much locked down over here um so it came out like it was so out of the blue for me when I heard the news. I was like, "What me? Like, are you sure? Like, I, <laughs> I'm just over here. <laughs> I'm just like making clay things in my living room and just like hanging out in England." So <laughs> it's definitely a bit of a shock, but so grateful. Did you receive the award like over Zoom or like how did that work? I mean, that, there was no Dove Awards in person this year, right? Yeah, it's so the Dove Awards are coming up to. Um, so I was nominated, so I haven't got the award. Got it, got it, okay. Yes, so I think that's coming up end of October. Um, but yeah. Google says you've won already, so... Um. Does it? <laughs> no, that's it, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Crack, crack a bottle open now. <laughs> no. How is, um, is, is, the, is the COVID situation heightening... Um, like people, yes, yeah, mental health and and just stress in general. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, it's the statistics are just going up and up, really. Um, it's, I think it's global, though, isn't it? It's not even just like you, like it's everywhere. Everyone is, you know, being isolated is not good for anyone. No human being should be isolated. You know, locked at home. Um, and for lots of people, they're on their own. They live on their own. They don't have housemates or they live away from family. Um, so it's definitely a massive factor. And for young people also to not be able to see their friends. Like for us here, there's lots of our cities are going back into proper lockdown where you can't leave your house apart from like going to get your groceries. Um, and to not be, you know, as I remember as a teenager, like, hanging out at the park or doing you know going to youth or 
I don't know, that was like your lifeline, wasn't it? Hanging out with your friends. And when you're not able to do that, I think that affects people massively. So yeah, I can definitely see. And just people, how people are in general. I think people are just low, super low um, everywhere. Yeah. Were you, um, were you planning a tour or anything that got canceled? Like what, what would you have been doing if it weren't for COVID? Yes. So I was on the, um, the roadshow tour okay. in March and April. So we were four days in and then it all got canceled. <laughs> so we're like, Ooh. Um, so that was a bit of a bummer. And I just, I literally just released my album. So it was like, okay, here we go. Album. Yeah. Let's sing these songs. Let's go, you know, so many, different events booked too but um yes a few church things and conferences right now i'd be in portland which would have been really fun <laughs> but yeah i guess what gives me comfort though and also peace is like we're all in the same boat there's no one no one's really doing that now or definitely not here um that you know no one's really doing live stuff other than you know the driving stuff but it's kind of crazy isn't it like such a yeah bizarre time that we're living in do you have any encouragement for um you said we're all we're all home we're all isolated for this season like did do you have any just kind of tactical practical advice on how to keep your sanity how to keep your mental health up while you're stuck like this i think trying to keep in contact with people I think so we can so easily just um pull away from people and think oh so-and-so's not contacted me or they didn't text me back or you know they haven't called me but actually I think more than ever we need to stay you know FaceTime we've got FaceTime you know years and years ago we didn't have anything like this into text it's like actually wild how we can just FaceTime someone or the other side of the world. So I definitely think that, but also something that's helped me for sure is trying to stay creative too and trying to, and that doesn't necessarily just look like music for me, even though I love writing and I love, but we're all creative beings. And I think there's something so beautiful and stimulating and um, inspiring when we kind of go back to our childlike self and do the things that we used to love to do and create again, or just get artsy. Whether that's like doing a sticker book and you're like 40 years old and that brings you a bit of joy, you know, or making things out of clay or going on a hike and taking photos and getting a film camera out and capturing something beautiful or um, reading a book you've always wanted to read or, make some beats in your room I don't know it's like there is actually endless options and I feel in this day and age we constantly turn to technology don't we it's like okay a toddler's crying let's put an iPad in front of them or um you know or (laughs) okay we're bored let's just scroll and scroll and scroll okay waiting for a bus might as well just like listen to uh, do you know what I mean it's so tech heavy which is brilliant but I think something that we maybe lost in ourselves is um getting a bit bored and then creating from that creating from our boredom yeah but instead when we are bored or low or 
sad we just go to technology and then comparison kicks in depression anxious thoughts all of that what actually if we went like oh what actually makes me come alive what actually what do i remember doing maybe when i was younger or even now that makes me come alive and gives me maybe vision or hope and i think that's something a good challenge isn't it um, if you want to paint again, paint. If you want to write, yeah, all those sort of things. I, that's maybe something practical, but yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, to talk a little bit about, you said like we want to run to technology. Do you, where, where's that balance with social media? Like how much, maybe just in your life, like how much social media are you spending time on? Do you take time to like you know, I, I'm in a similar way, like creativity is hard to have if you have like your phone with you. So a lot of times I'll try to not have it with me intentionally, but maybe yeah. you speak about that. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're all addicted, aren't we? Yeah. It's all, it's always in our pocket or on the right on our table or by our bed. And I think, um, I don't know, I think we're going to be shocked, aren't we? In years to come when they do studies of like, wait, you had a phone, like a <laughs> in your back pocket yeah. for like 12 hours a day are you kidding me um but i don't know i spend way too much time on my phone like when i look at my screen time sometimes i'm like are you kidding me Ellie? you yeah. could have done so much you've got such a long list of stuff to do <laughs> or like stuff you'd love to do but um you haven't done it and you've been on your phone the whole time but a lot of it also is um, it is practical because you can do emails or you're messaging someone or you're phoning someone or yeah, FaceTime and replying to things. But um, oh, it's just, it's addiction. It really is an addiction. That's all it is, isn't it? But um, I definitely can see even in young people, I mean, all of us, all ages, like my parents, I look at my parents, I'm like, oh, they're on their phones too. Or like, look at my siblings, like, oh, you're, you guys are on your phone when we're watching a movie. You know, yeah. we've got like Netflix going on and then you're on your phone. And then <laughs> it's just like constantly, we constantly screen, um, we want to see a screen. Yeah. But um, I don't know, it's tricky. I think the screen time thing's good where you can see and it like shocks you and you're like, oh, crumbs, I don't want to do that again. Um, but then you do, and then you're like, oh, crumbs, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's so tough, but it's definitely a massive impact on our mental health for sure, right. without a doubt. Um, I just think we've got to keep each other accountable too, don't we, and talk about it properly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any wisdom on that other than it's <laughs> it's good and it's bad right. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How did you um decide to uh, go into music? Like um and and what what was your did you do training or did you just absorb from growing up? You know, how did what when was like a turning point for you? Yeah, I um great question so i never really wanted to do this um <laughs> i never really had a childhood dream of like okay one day i'm gonna sing i'll be a worship leader i'll be an artist um i've always loved music and people just love energy and just going to shows as a kid and growing up with dad playing shows all the time i always loved you know being in the room and 
uh, I, and instrumentation, I've always been fascinated by sounds and samples of things and the stuff I'd grow up listening to, I would just like, I didn't really listen to lyrics a lot. I would just like, what sounds are they using? What, oh, that's a cool like synth noise or oh, they sampled that in. I would always be fascinated with that. But I loved singing. I grew up um, singing around the house, but petrified of microphones and never wanted to sing in front of anyone. Like I was like, I don't, I'm not really confident to sing, <laughs> you know, didn't want to do talent shows. I didn't at school or anything like that. Um, but our worship pastor in Brighton really encouraged me and my dad actually just to try a bit of BVs here and there on church or at youth and um, which like built my confidence. But then again, like I didn't think, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Great. Like this is my training for my future. I loved photography. Like I thought I was going to be a photographer, set up my business and love doing that. But then it was definitely three years ago when we were on tour, on the Outcry tour with my family and um, all these amazing artists. And I've, you know, I've been so involved my whole life with like Christian music and live events and conferences and all that malarkey. And just, I, I don't know, didn't even have a thing of like, oh, one day I'll get to be on there on the stage, <laughs> you know. But this one time, I don't know what it was. I think we we're in a season in... I was just about to get mad and almost like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to do here? Like, I'm doing my photography, about to get married. We love Brighton, our hometown, love young people. I love singing. I do love, I was writing a little bit, but not even fussed about it. <laughs> and then he um, spoke so clearly on that tour, just and said, like, hey, I was going to lead you into something similar to this. I'm going to, um, yeah, lead you just watch me do it, I'm gonna open doors, just trust me. And I was like, oh my God. So the, the annual fire alarm that goes off. Perfect there you interview. go. Perfect, they are right. <laughs> the Lord is here. Um, but yeah, he spoke so clearly and I was like, oh gosh, but I don't think I really want to be an artist, Lord. Like, I don't think I want to do this. I've watched my dad do it in the, which is amazing and it's, fruitful it but i see the responsibility i see the sacrifice of mum being at home with us six kids and like i don't know if i could do that you know travel a lot and i love home but that definitely was a turning point for me was like okay and with that came like vision and ideas and songs just like it felt like an injection of vision so um that was 2017 yeah which is three years ago but yeah, I still can't believe I do this. Like, I find it a bit funny. Like, why am I doing this? But then the Lord's leading me. So you've got to follow him. <laughs> what does your live show look like? Like, what, what instrumentation do you have? Is it synth heavy or traditional setup? Or um, Well, I guess this year I would kind of be trying to figure that out. Doing, you know, I've been doing lots of support slots. So it's just a drums um and guitar and then lots of tracks just to keep the team like minimal but yeah i i love it all to be honest if i could if i had money coming out my ears <laughs> i would love to have like a full band and all all the stuff like i love sylvan so stuff i don't know if you know sylvan so but their live performance and what they do is so inspiring and 
just pop beats sort of stuff but one day but um yeah right now I've just kind of been using a couple of guys I've got a little team here in the UK and then a team in the states so one day it'll grow I'm sure <laughs> would, would you be like into the imagery of everything too like since you're into photography oh yeah like I see like the vision what I see like for this future is for it to be like proper set like set design like I love um arts and set I just love how people can turn sets into this you know it's a performance in itself um and colors and lights and I don't know I I was so inspired by watching 1975 one time they've got like a treadmill at the front I'm like yes freaking yes let's get a treadmill <laughs> you know like thing no it's not even called a treadmill is it what's it called do you know what I'm saying yeah move, just moving track I guess <laughs> <laughs> just a little jog jog on the stage um but yeah I but I love all of that and props and costumes I mean who knows but one day. Do you know the 1975 guys? Personally? Yeah. No. no oh, okay. No. I thought yeah. I was thinking. That would be cool. Yeah, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know the sax. I've got a session with the sax player right after this. So I, I was like, oh, maybe you guys know each other. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. Um, but yeah, so inspired by people, though, and just what they do and how they form a show. I just love, like, a beautifully for you know put together so it's yeah. just so electrifying and just what what you can do like you don't have to do a song after a song you could like i don't know i'm just i just love it just all the things that in little clubs even what you can do it's like yeah True. get different colored mic stands for everything and i don't know simple <laughs> things like that it's just like have a shimmer curtain or i don't know <laughs> What other artists um, are you into? Um, I love, I grew up like just loving Bombay Bicycle Club, um, like Two Door Cinema Club, Leanne Le Havas. I love Jacob Collier, Laura Mavula, lots of Brits. But yeah, Sylvanessa is like a massive inspiration. Um, oh, I don't know, just so many great people to listen to. Hon, have you heard of Hon? Mm -hmm. Um, they're two guys in London, but have to look it all up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking about going back over this and like looking each person. <laughs> I could I could type it out. I can send you a little link. <laughs> you, Do you, you met, oh, sorry, Ryan. No, uh, you go ahead. <laughs> when you you mentioned Jacob Collier, what do you like about him? Do you like his musicianship or his singing? I just he's so flipping talented, isn't he? Have you just seen his Instagram stuff where he just like talks about harmonics and like, yeah. and then he plays and you're like, sorry, um, can you just slow this down a bit? <laughs> but I love, I love how, um, yeah, his just gifting, his voice stuff where he like can layer all, you know, he can play every instrument with his voice. I find that fascinating. Um, it's so complex his vocal like he can do so much of it that i'm like wow that is so inspiring um and the collaborations he's done with artists um i just love it 
I think it's just so brilliant. And he's so young and just doing what he's doing. He's just him totally himself in his wacky clothes and his live shows look amazing where he involves the audience to sing apart. So he'll like split the audience. I don't know if you've seen, but he's like splits the audience and then like gets, oh, I just love that. I'm like, yes, more of that. Are you going to be the first CCM artist to modulate by <laughs> in, in a show? Jesus. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think I could do that, to be fair. I don't, I'm not that music savvy. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you have any, we've only got a couple minutes left, so I'll make sure to honor your time here, but um, I guess... You got any encouragement for uh, our audience tends to be a lot of younger worship leaders just kind of grinding it out. Like maybe just give us a couple minutes of encouragement for those worship leaders who are uh, running into a completely different paradigm this year. Or not running into, we've been slogging through this for quite a while now. Maybe just a little bit of an encouragement. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah no, absolutely. I would say keep creating. I think use this time to, you know, listen back to the, people you grow up listening to and be inspired again and we can so easily just kind of slog it can't we and just go into the the rhythms of life but actually I think there's um we can be inspired again like the Lord can inspire us again and again and again and I think keep going and the conversations you're having what you share on socials or your words encouragement like keep encouraging other people keep encouraging your creative muso friends who are just you know at the ends of themselves really who can't pay their rent right now i just just keep i don't know have eyes open to see what the lord's doing and be generous even when it feels tough buy people coffee ask if they want a loaf of bread just create and be generous i would say um yeah. it's always good yeah that's fantastic buy a loaf of bread i don't know why i said right. that <laughs> <laughs> we all love bread yeah everyone loves bread oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome well thank you so much that's a like a fun a really fun way to end it this is a great combo really appreciate it <laughs> well thank you guys thank you so much for chatting with me yeah hope you have a fantastic day yeah you too right. take yeah. care guys see ya bye, bye. Thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Make sure to head over to thechurchcollective.com and hit all the stuff that we have for you. We have tons of resources and we have Zoom hangs that we have and a Facebook group for you to get involved in. There's a lot of ways to get connected. Can't wait to see you.